0: Hey, listeners, we have a very rare opening for an associate sound designer mixer here at De facto Sound. That's my sound design studio and the studio behind 20,000 Hertz. To learn more, visit jobs.defactosound.com. This application window closes on May 22nd. Now, on to the show. You're listening to 20,000 Hertz. I'm Dallas Taylor. Whether or not you're a fan of Game of Thrones, you've certainly seen the unreal amount of hype that surrounds it, and for good reason. The epic fantasy series has redefined the genre and has achieved widespread mainstream success. The actors, writers, directors, and visual artists on the show have all received well-earned recognition. However, there are some heroes behind the scenes whose work goes largely unnoticed. Paula Fairfield is the sound designer on Game of Thrones. Her main role is to create the more fantastical sonic elements of the show. More specifically, she's responsible for creating the voices of the dragons, White Walkers, direwolves, and all of the creatures. And whether you're a fan of the show or not, her story is definitely worth your time. A quick word of warning. This episode contains numerous references to events in the show. Naturally, this means that there will be spoilers, If you haven't watched the show yet and would like to go in without any spoilers, save this episode and come back to it after you've caught up. And if you don't plan on watching the series, you should still listen to the episode. It's really good. Here's Paula. I was
1: literally in the grocery store
0: looking for
1: peanut butter when I got a call about it, asking if I, you know, my availability for this show that needed a sound designer for a bunch of weeks and was I interested. And as soon as they said the word, I was like, oh, yeah. It was a particularly odd period of time for me. Unfortunately, the place I was in was a very dark one. My brother had passed uh, of cancer a few years prior. This was in November, and my father had just passed in July, also of cancer. My sister was dying and ended up passing in the following January, a few months later. So it was a very particularly dark point in my life, and yet here was this beautiful gift that arrived. I remember after my sister passed and I was recluded from the world because everything I had known uh, had turned upside down. But my job was to play with dragons, and the scene I did at that moment was the plaza scene where, if you remember, this is where it appears she's going to give Drogon away. And you hear the full range of emotion there. And I remember thinking how beautifully tragic and ironic it was that my job was to literally play with dragons. These dragons have kind of saved me in a way because they have become this vessel for me to work through my own pain, my own stuff. There's a telling of story and a receiving of emotion in these pieces that was not in me as a sound designer before all this happened. My job is kind of all the fantastical, so it's the dragons, the white walkers, the whites all the fun stuff, basically. (laughs) My job, ironically, is to come up with some of the craziest stuff that I can think of. With sound designers, our job is to really go to the ends of the earth and bring back all the delicious treasures. And in picking those and curating some of those elements, I've spent a great deal of time thinking about how to tie it into story. And grounded in as real a thing as possible. Is this possible? How could this be possible? How can I sell this as a thing? You don't believe it, it's going to take you out. And the more you believe, the more immersed you get. Part of my job with this was to give emotion to the dragons. <laughs> First of all, visually, these creatures are magnificent. I mean, the visual effects does such a great job on it and give me so much stuff to play with. And I look and scan every frame of everything they give me for opportunity to play with stuff and see what I can make. You know, it occurred to me that you get to know them like when you have puppies or kitties in your home and they grow up around your family and in your lives. And that, I think, is part of the beauty of these creatures. Of course, they're dragons, too, but there's a familiarity with that. That's a gorgeous thing. They're sidekicks to the story, and they're magnificent. I had the opportunity of going to White Oak Conservatory in Florida And also an animal rehabilitation sanctuary outside of Banff in Canada. And I've had the privilege and honor of recording creatures at both of these places. And one of the main things I recorded is recordings of these two young orphan bear cubs. (laughs) And they have been hibernating for the season there. And they built a hibernacular for them. And we placed a recorder with them. So I have them snoring and snacking and farting, shaking. And also with White Oak, recording rhinos and giraffes and a bunch of these gorgeous creatures. And when Regal passes, when he gets killed and shot out of the sky, there are three very large screeches that I wanted to convey both his pain and his shock with the calls of a Mississippi sand crane. It started to occur to me the beauty of taking endangered and critically endangered species to create mythical beings. And in this case, the metaphor is painful because this mythical being, this dragon is dying and it's expressed through the calls of an endangered species. We love these dragons and they are born of the voices of animals that are disappearing from our earth. I want pure expression of the rawest emotion possible. And we have a hard time doing that as humans. Animals don't. They have no agenda. They don't have shame. One of the funniest things I pulled was I call it the unremorseful bear fart. It's like in this recording, this bear farts and like enjoys it thoroughly afterwards. There is no remorse. You know what I mean? And it's like a funny moment, a funny way of thinking about it because it's absolute pure emotion.
0: They're beautiful, aren't they?
1: With Drogon, because he was named after Cal Drogo and her husband that she loved so You know, that was his namesake. It felt like Drogon was the reincarnation of her lover, which works really well when you watch the scenes that there is this kind of different relationship. And I've built and put stuff in to that end. Whereas, for instance, if you look at the end of season four, when Drogon is off killing sheep and babies um, and he disappears for a bit, and um, she is worried and locks... The Syrian and Regal up in the dungeon, what came to me during that scene was, they're the goofy bros. Like, they had no idea. It was like, hey, you know, they go down in the dungeon. It's like, oh, look, bro, goats, whoa! And they go racing down, and then mama's putting some bling around their neck, whoa! And then as she walks away, it occurs to them what's happening, and then you hear one of the most blood-curdling, heart-wrenching screams at the end of that when they realize, What has just happened? The intimate scenes are the hardest to do because you've got nothing to hide behind. One of my favorite scenes of all, actually, is when Drogon has been away. It comes at the beginning of season five. And he comes to see her. He lands on the roof of the castle and comes down. And he's gigantic at this point, And she hasn't seen him for a long, long time. Dragon. And his vocals in there are very beautiful. They're very stripped down and they're naked. And there's, like, not a lot to hide behind. Hmm. I love them, but they're really hard. The level of detail goes up exponentially because you're right up close and personal. The range between the most subtle and the most crazy sounds is there. It's like I can hardly pick out all of the different elements anymore, and that's the point. One of the interesting parts of this has been the exercise of removing the parts of a sound that make you be able to recognize which animal it's from. Very interesting. What makes a dog sound undeniably dog? What makes pig sound undeniably pig? There are little telltale inflections. Not the main body usually, but the inflections, for instance, beginning and end or in the middle, depending on how the inflection goes, that is a dead giveaway those pieces get tastefully trimmed away. So I never want you to go, oh, that sounds, and I'm even hesitant to even say Mississippi Sandhill Crane for these screeches because I don't really want you to watch that scene and think that. But now that you've experienced it and feel it, it's fun for people to go back and look. But the point is to never point those out or to not be able to hear them or see them because as soon as you do, it's going to shatter the magic of it.
0: Paula's work has left an undeniable mark on Game of Thrones, just as much as the show has left a mark on her. She's created the voices for some of the most fantastical and iconic creatures in recent cinematic history. To design these sounds, Paula has sampled animals from all over the earth, but sometimes the perfect sound was found right in her own home. More after this. By the time I need to hire someone at my sound design studio, DeFacto Sound, I'm already slammed. That's why Indeed is super useful. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. Indeed takes all of the labor-intensive parts of searching and matching for candidates and does them for you. Indeed's smart matching engine will read through dozens of applications and cross-reference them against each other. Indeed will also send out messages to all the candidates that didn't make it with just one click. It's not just about saving time, it's also about quality. According to their own data, 93% of employers say that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And we've got a great deal for you. Right now, our listeners can get a $75 sponsored job credit at indeed.com/hertz. That's indeed.com/hertz. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Here's this week's mystery sound. And again. If you think you know what this sound is, tell us at mystery.20k.org. And if you get it right, you'll be entered to win a super soft 20,000 Hertz t-shirt. Stick around to the end of the show to hear the results of last episode's mystery sound. Paula Fairfield is the sound designer on Game of Thrones. She's the one responsible for giving a voice to the dragons, the White Walkers, direwolves, and all of the fantastical creatures on the show. She's found inspiration in the voices of endangered animals from around the world, but some of her sound sources were found much closer to home.
1: One of the great joys of my life and one of the only things I had in my darkest moment besides Game of Thrones was my dog Angel. She was my little dragon. She was a beautiful, beautiful Belgian Malinois that I found her one day at the Pound, and she became this creature that shepherded me through the darkest moments of my life. She passed a couple years ago, and then I had the opportunity to do the Return of Numeria scene, when she returns to visit Arya with her wolf pack. And every voice in that is my dog, Angel. I'm here, yeah? It was my love letter to her. I got to do it. I mean, as long as it works in the scene, you know, the source has to come from somewhere. For me, it was a big scene because it was my way of saying goodbye to her. I'm heading north, girl. Back to Winterfell, I'm finally going home. Come with me. But she's in many. That favorite scene of mine, of Dragon coming down, you hear this intimacy. And the intimacy comes from my dog. She was a fierce, fierce, fierce alpha dog. She was fantastic. Um, A lot of people were afraid of her, but not me. She was this beautiful soul. And one of the things she would do that would melt me is she would come up and, and, and nuzzle me. And she would make this sound. It's like a nasal whistle, but it sounded like her tiniest, quietest cries. She would just do it in my ear. And it would melt me, this beast that could bite my face off, but would do that. And that nasal whistle... You'll hear it, if you watch the scene, you'll hear this beautiful little high-pitched thing, which to me was about intimacy. It was about this creature coming up and doing this to Danny, this human that he loved. that connection was there and you could feel it. I mean, it's gotta come from somewhere and what better place than an animal that I love more than anything. There's a shot when the Night King is riding Viserion and blowing the wall down and cracking it and destroying it. And there's a reverse shot when we're just looking at the dead, empty faces of the undead army. And I had this thought about Viserion being the conduit for that army, that he was screaming with all the might of the tortured souls of the dead army, that it was all going into that blue fire and it was all coming down. That They were all witnessing, but they were also tearing it down through Viserion in weird ways. The problem is that most humans won't scream from their tortured soul freely. So it was hard, but I had gone to Con of Thrones and I encountered this group of artists from the Burlington Bar who do a reaction watch series. And because they they have shown the range of their emotion during <laughs> in their videos, that if I tapped them, you know, as I got to know them and stuff, when I went back and I was trying to think about where I would get some screams, I asked them if they would scream for me from their tortured souls, but I couldn't tell them what it was for. And so they did. All good things must come to an end, and you want to go out on a high note. I feel so gratified and satisfied by the work that we have all done and the story that we've been able to tell together. I mean, the eruption, I mean, the sheer volcanic nature of Game of Thrones this year, to me is a moment in time. This show is ending a tradition of people from all over the place sitting down together at the same time, no matter where you are, and watching something simultaneously. The greatest gifts come to us wrapped in the hardest packages. If you can persevere and stretch past your comfort zone, walk through the fire, the rewards come. It's incredible. I have learned that. And... For not the dragons, I might not even be here. I don't mean to sound dramatic, but there are times in everyone's life when you come to that moment where it's like, I don't know if I can go on. And because of my dog and because of Thrones, those two things kept me going. They were such an enormous gift. I could never have imagined how great a gift it was, but I held on to them for dear life. And to be able to say thank you and to put all my best self and hardest work and stretch even farther than I've ever stretched before to be able to do this in this piece is my absolute honor and privilege I cried, I screamed I laughed I was angry and you heard me
0: 20,000 Hertz is produced out of the studios of DeFacto Sound, a sound design team dedicated to making television, film, and games sound incredible. Matter of fact, the De facto team even works on Game of Thrones trailers. You can see those as well as tons of other cool sound designy stuff at DeFactoSound.com. This episode was written and produced by Colin DeVarney. And me, Dallas Taylor. With help from Sam Sneebly. It was edited, sound designed, and mixed by Colin DeVarney. An enormous thank you to Paula Fairfield for bringing the show to life and sharing her story with us. Now that Game of Thrones is over, she's moving on to a project of her own. I've been
1: given an opportunity to collaborate with the University of Greenwich in London and a company named Lyssa. They have created this installation setup, which is a fully immersive sound set up with like 24 26 speakers and have asked me to make a piece for it and so I am going to do this piece that I've wanted to for a long time which is called Ocean of Tears and it's basically an underwater poem about grief it's been a long time since I've stepped out and
0: dared greatly in the arena to do my own work and so I'm going to do a little bit of that now The music in this episode is from our friends at Musicbed. Check them out at musicbed.com Finally, you can chat with me and the whole 20K team through Facebook, Twitter, or by writing hi at 20k.org. Thanks for listening.